Today I'm going to share with you how I began to get healing from my sexual abuse. You're listening to the Goldie Gray Podcast with Travis Wood Sr. Inspiring you to strive for greatness in everything, everywhere, every time. Go be great. Great day. Welcome to the Go Be Great podcast. I am Travis Wolf Sr. and you are great. You know, today is uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty tough topic, um, but it's important. It's an important topic, and people ask me often how I overcame my sexual abuse and how I began to get healing from that sexual abuse and. You know, it's very important to understand that um, before I even get into this, I'm not downplaying in any way or I'm not minimizing in any way or uh, attempting to detract from the the, the, the challenges, the detriment, the the pain of my sexual abuse or, or anyone else's. Um, I do, I do understand the trauma that comes with that. Um, I experienced that trauma for 20 years of my own life. Um, so I truly understand, um, or can empathize. I'll say I can empathize with that pain. What I had to understand as I got older and as I started to really deal with that sexual abuse, which didn't start, I I was abused when I was 11 years old. I was molested. I was raped by my 16 year old foster brother. And it was a, that trauma stuck with me until I was 31, 32 years old. And it really started to cause a lot of trauma in my life and a lot of hardship in my life and even challenges in my marriage and other relationships. Um, my wife couldn't understand why she couldn't touch me certain ways or why she couldn't, you know, do certain things or make certain jokes. You know, it, it would just, things would just trigger me and, and it would be very, very painful to relive that. When I was eight years old, I was placed in the foster care system and... By the time I was 11, I had been in multiple foster homes and I landed in this new foster home. I was 11 years old and only a few months after me being in that foster home, um, we got a knock at the door and we have a new new foster child and he's 16 years old and um, you know I knew this kid. I, I recognized him right away. I, I used to go to, to the same school that he went to in Lawnside, New Jersey and you know, I... Uh, I didn't understand why he started to immediately, from the time he arrived, started to um, make up lies about me and tell the foster parents different things that I um, that I used to do. He called me a liar, called me a thief, um, and said that I used to steal things all the time and all these things. And um, at that time in my life, um, he hadn't known me to do those things. He hadn't known anything about me. And... Um, I didn't understand why he was creating these lies, but I realized later on that he was attempting to create a situation where my credibility was completely shot because he had a plan. Um, there were nights when um, we slept, we, we had bunk beds, and there were nights where he had a pocket knife and he would lean off the top of the bunk, off the top bunk, and lean over and you know threaten me if I didn't. Um, allow him to do certain things to me. And um, I tried to tell my foster parents, but my foster parents didn't want to, to hear that because you know foster, parent, foster children are guaranteed money from the state. And if, if, 
if the state knew what was going on in that home, everything would come crumbling down for, for the foster parents. So um, they, they ignored me. Um, they just told me to get out of here and they, they didn't allow me to get the help that I needed. And um, for months, um, I was abused regularly, raped, um, just molested, just touched in all kinds of ways. And usually at knife point um, by, by this 16-year-old by this kid, I'm 11 years old. And, you know, it's a sad place to be uh, for a kid who's been ripped away from his family. And in moments like this, all he can do is cry for his mom. And um, this abuse happened, like I said, multiple times over a span of months. Um, and eventually, um, I did, I was able to get out of the situation. I set a fire in the woods, um, so that the police would come and I can, um, you know, get taken away from that foster home. And, and I did. And that trauma stuck with me until I was 32 years old. Let me tell you how I overcame it. As I got older and really wanted to um, stop, be, stop being a victim of that sexual abuse or being, uh, or being a victim of that trauma, I started to understand that I I went through that trauma for a reason. You know, like all things, nothing happens just by happenstance. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, God intended for me to be raped and molested and abused in that way, um, but it did happen. And I had to come to terms with the fact that it happened and I had to face it. And I had to address it full on. And what helped me to get through that was gratitude. Um, not gratitude for it happening, but gratitude that God had allowed me to come through it and to overcome it and to, to grow in spite of that abuse. I was able to understand that if I used that abuse, if I used the story of overcoming that abuse, I could inspire and empower the world. So many people who have who have gone through that same abuse, who have uh, as a child or even as an adult who have going gone through these kinds of traumas, um, they they find it hard. Like many people, they find it really really hard to get through it. Some people are victimized over and over every day, facing their abusers or just you know hearing certain things or witnessing certain things. Um, they have to relive it over and over and over every day and it's it's sometimes so challenging for us to to get through that but when i saw so many people who i knew um, especially being a police officer for 12 years i had witnessed um, a lot of people go through th these challenges and they didn't know where to turn they didn't have anybody to go to to talk about it and frankly it, it destroys a lot of people's lives um, when they can't get a grasp on it and um I was going to therapy with my wife and, um, you know, I was writing a book about, about my experiences and uh, my experiences growing up. And part of that was, was, was the abuse. And I remember realizing in, um, in the therapy, the only thing that had changed in my life and that had caused me to all of a sudden, like kind of snap a little bit and become, you know, like really angry and really frustrated with my wife, really short with my family and just angry all the time was I was reliving and re-experiencing this trauma as I was writing the book and talking about it. And once I realized what was causing the trauma, 
or what was causing the um, me to me to act out in the, in the way that I was acting out, I realized that I needed to um, really deal with it. And gratitude, like I said, really really helped me to get through it. I started to understand the importance of using my story to help these people who I've experienced that are going through the same thing, or people who I don't even know who are going to read my book and are, are going to to find some value in what they've read, something that will help them to get through it. And as I started giving speeches and talking about it and speaking to different organizations and different groups of people about the trauma that I experienced, I started to realize so many people were being helped by the story. Because I had overcome it and, and I was able to share it and share it with a, with a positive perspective and share it with, with, with tips and ways for people to overcome that, it was really serving the people who were hearing it. I had a 67-year-old woman crying on my shoulder, thanking me for sharing my story, saying that she's been dealing with that trauma almost all her life. And now, because I've shared my story with her, in this moment, she's able to feel empowered, like she can overcome her trauma as well. Another police officer um, who was 40-something years old, I said it happened to him when he was a kid. And, you know, because of the situation with his parents and one of his parents not being around and not being able to talk to his other parent, he wasn't able to, to, to really... To, to talk to anybody about that. And he dealt with it his whole life. And as police, you know, it's a, we, we're, we're working in, within an environment, in a culture that's, that's usually tough. That's usually, you know, we're looked at as strong. We're not supposed to have these kinds of feelings. And that was one of the things that helped me back from sharing my story, knowing that I was a part of a culture where we're not victims. We save the victims. So it was really hard for me to face that um, but once I did, once I started to use my story to empower and inspire other people, once I started to be grateful that it happened, to, that it happened to to someone who can overcome it, like myself. You know, that we say that God won't put on us more on us than we can bear, and the truth is that we sometimes try to bear the burden of whatever is going on. But what that means, I believe that that means is that we need to give what we're dealing with to God. And not try to deal with it ourselves. Because we might not be able to. Normally we can't deal with these things. Some things, especially things that, that feel like they're beyond us, we might not see a way for us to deal with them. But if we give it to God, God will deal with it for us. And when I gave it to God, I was able to see that I'm supposed to use that story to inspire and empower others. To help them to overcome their trauma. So... I'm not here today to tell you how you should overcome your victimization. What I'm here to do is to share with you a way that I overcame my victimization, my rape, my abuse, my molestation. And it was being grateful and using my story of overcoming those challenges to inspire and empower other people. Oh, I really hope that this moment with me has helped you in some way um, I know there's a lot of us out there that just don't know the way, don't know where to start, and it's hard. I, it can be hard. I, I get it. It can appear to be extremely, extremely challenging. But I promise you, you can get through it. I promise you, you can overcome it. I promise you, if you use your story, if you use that victimization, if you use that hardship to help other people, not only will you find healing for yourself, but you'll be able to heal others. Go get some. I know you can overcome it too. Go be great.